Hi friend, hi mama, how are you on this lovely Tuesday? I am super excited to talk about the four phases of a fitness journey in this Tuesday's episode, episode six. What may be surprising to you is that each and every one of you are in one of these phases, whether that's intentional or not. And I'm super excited to teach you about these phases, what they accomplish, because we want to make sure that we are in the right phase according to what our goal is. So let's get down to it. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster of losing weight and gaining it right back? Are you sick of the one size fits all diets that leave you feeling like your body is broken? Are you ready to get results, maintain them, and maybe even enjoy it? In this podcast, you will find solutions to your weight loss and fitness struggles, as well as be equipped to gird yourself with strength and make your arms strong as a Proverbs 31 woman. My mission is to get you to your personal fitness goals using health and fitness tools, coupled with renewing your mind while being rooted in Christ. Hi, I'm Elena. I'm a wife, boy mom, beloved daughter of the King, and lover of all the C words, healthy competition, coffee, and of course, chocolate. (laughs) After giving birth three times in three years to my beautiful boys, I tried to lose weight, get healthy, and get strong by following generic, restrictive diets, hoping that I'd finally find the golden ticket. My fitness journey struggles led me to learning how to create a customized plan for myself using macros, because just as God created me to have unique DNA and fingerprints, my plan should also be unique and tailored to me. I also discovered how to address the root of my fitness and weight loss woes. And mama, I am thrilled to be able to share these truly transformational pieces of the puzzle with you. If you are ready to create a plan that is effective while still enjoying your favorite foods, and if you are ready to experience true transformation in your fitness journey, then this podcast is for you. So sis, go heat up your coffee, set the kids up with a snack, grab a notebook and a pen, and get excited for the transformation that's about to begin. This review today is coming from Miss Candace Lay. I love Elena. She not only addresses health and weight loss, but it's obvious she loves God and shares this in her podcast which is absent in so many other podcasts I've listened to. It only makes sense that we should focus on our physical health while also focusing on our spiritual health and encouraging each other. I'm looking forward to future episodes and learning more about the tips she offers. Thank you so much, Miss Candice, um, for the encouraging review and for the feedback. It's super helpful for me to continue creating content that's helpful to you as the listener. Now, if you haven't left me a review yet, I encourage you to do so. Um, Let me know what it is that you're enjoying from this podcast. And so it encourages me. It helps me to know how to create more content for you. But it also helps other mamas, other sisters in Christ who are looking to lose weight, lose fat, gain muscle, whatever it is that they're looking for to be able to find this podcast and benefit as well. Okay, 
let's go ahead and dive right into today's topic. So in order to give some context for these four phases that we're going to be talking about today, I'm going to share with you a few um, terms um, that you might want to write down that might be helpful just to have a better understanding of what we're talking about today. And if you have your notebook and pen, you're going to want to, you're going to, want to write down um, a term called TDEE. Now what that stands for is total daily energy expenditure. And put simply, all your TDEE is, is how many calories that you are burning in a day. And that's not going to be just the things that you think are burning calories, like going to the gym or, you know, playing a soccer game. While, yes, you do expend energy for exercise, it's actually not where most of our energy expenditure comes from. Within TDEE is BMR, which stands for your basal metabolic rate, and it's actually the largest portion of your total calories used in a day. Um, and with our BMR, it's all the processes just to keep your body alive. So that's including keeping your brain functioning and your heart beating, your lungs expanding, all of these things that require energy and so your BMR is the amount of calories that you would burn even if you were in say a coma for example and there wasn't any actual movement it was just your body um, keeping you alive so within TDE we have BMR and then we have two more pieces the next one is going to be TEF and that is the thermic effect of food and this is how many calories you use to digest and extract the energy from your foods. So when you eat more, your TEF increases. Because the more food you have to break down, the more you're going to expend, the more energy you're going to expend. And um, you can also increase your TEF by increasing the amount of fiber. And that's because it costs more energy to break some down that has fiber in it. So within that umbrella of TDEE, we've talked about BMR, we've talked about TEF, and then the last thing that we want to talk about within that is NEAT. And this is the non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Really fancy word for saying uh, the movement that happens throughout the day. So basically your activity level, and that's not, that's not your exercise, but it's all of the other movements that make up the rest of your day. So when you get up from your desk, uh, or if you're walking around the house, or maybe you're sitting down with the kiddos and you're, you know, shaking your leg or tapping your finger, or when you take the stairs or when you walk across the parking lot, all of those things, all of those things are movements that are not included in your exercise, but do in fact burn some calories during the day. So, one of the cool things is that with our step trackers, like your Fitbit, Apple Watch, things like that, it can actually start to kind of quantify what your knee is by counting your steps for the day. And it's not a perfect measure because you do have some other movements, moving your arms, moving your legs, things like that. But it does count some of it, which is really cool. Okay, so we talked about um, TDEE, okay? 
And now we're going to move into talking about our first phase, which is maintenance. Maintenance is when you're eating the same amount of calories that you're burning. So your TDEE is about the same as the amount of calories that you're eating. So, you know, you can imagine a scale being balanced, like the input is equaling the output. And when the scale is balanced, everything is balanced, then you are going to maintain your weight. And that is what this phase is. It's called maintenance. So maintenance calories are the same as your TDEE. However, neither your TDEE or your maintenance are going to be 100% static. They're not going to be the same um, every single day. Your TDEE, for example, fluctuates based off of movement, based off of what you're eating, based off of how much you're exercising. Um, So there's a fluctuation there and it's going to be the same thing as maintenance because when you think of maintenance, what you want to think of is more of a range versus um, a set point, an unwavering point of your calories. With maintenance calories, your goal is to be somewhere in the middle of that range of your average caloric expenditure over time. It's also important to know that maintenance or the amount of calories that you need to maintain can also change over time. A lot of people think that, you know, once you hit maintenance or that's it, there's nothing else you need to do. But your maintenance can change as your body composition changes and as other changes are happening in your body as well. So as far as maintenance goes, you should be spending the majority of your life in maintenance. And most women don't. You know, most women spend their time constantly trying to be in a caloric deficit, hopping from diet to diet, trying to get smaller all the time, trying to get the the weight on the scale to go down. But this is something that you're going to be learning as you go along with me in this podcast and if you work with me, that it's not always about trying to cut and get smaller and get smaller. And in fact, that doesn't even work necessarily. And I mentioned it a little bit already, but during maintenance, you can also experience something called recomposition. Recomposition is just saying that the scale isn't changing, but your body composition is changing as you lose fat and gain muscle simultaneously. So it's that it's the concept of, you know, you're seeing a picture of somebody, two pictures of somebody side by side, and if you were to put them on the scale, the scale would say the same number. However, you look at the person and their body looks different. You might have one of these pictures where they're looking a little bit more toned, more defined, more trim. And maybe the other picture, they're looking a little bit more soft, a little bit more flabby, things like that. And which is just another cue for us to realize that a lot of the times our goals are not necessarily the number on the scale. Because if you look at somebody like that, you're like, well, yeah, the number on the scale is the same, but which, which uh, body composition do you actually want? Okay, so now we're going to jump into the second phase, which is going to be one that many of us are probably most familiar with. And that is a cut or a caloric deficit. And a cut is when you are consistently averaging less calories, eating less calories than you are actually burning. And at that point, you've created a caloric deficit, 
which is the same thing as like a cut or cutting calories. With a cut, you want to be in a cut for a defined period of time. And keep in mind, I mentioned that that's because we want to be in maintenance for most of our life. Um, so we want to be in a cut for a defined period of time. We do not want to be staying in a cycle over and over again of always trying to eat less, always trying to eat less calories, always trying to lose weight. And first of all, it doesn't work, which is why a lot of people will, you know, have plateaus or get frustrated because they started a diet, works, seems to be working, maybe stops working, maybe they gain the weight back, they try something else. And so it's constant like rat race of trying to be in a cut. But what I recommend is actually setting a length of time for your cut instead of picking an end date goal of what you want to see on the scale, okay? So we want to focus on a end date rather than an end weight. Now, most women are going to end are going to work well. Their body's going to work well with a cut lasting anywhere from 6 to 12 weeks. That's a reasonable amount of time to be able to see to see results and actually see some fat loss without experiencing too much um, what we call diet fatigue. And we'll talk about that at a later time. But um, that's going to be like the sweet spot for most people. Some people can go longer, more like a 13 to 20 week cut. However, not everybody wants to be in a cut for that long and they're ready to jump into maintenance or reversing into maintenance. So what really the goal that you should have in mind with a cut is you want to get in, you want to get it done, you want to get out. You want to go through your cut and then you want to get into maintenance and you want to stay there for a little while and help your body to learn how to maintain the weight and not to um, add on or continue to cut. It's a really good training period actually. Um, and this can be incredibly challenging for women because a lot of us think that we need to be able to finish a diet at the time that we're hitting our goal weight. And until then, we need to keep pushing and suffering and restricting and this and that. And it's a hard message for women to hear. As much as I don't think women like cuts, you know, most of us like to enjoy the foods that we like to enjoy. Um, and it's not typically enjoyable. However, in our heads, we think, no, we can't stop this cut because we haven't, we haven't reached our goal yet. We want to keep pushing but we'll be talking about that a little bit later on there's a lot of things that we're thinking and believing um, that lead up to our opinion or view of cutting being the end goal right and the thing that we should continue to do but that'll that'll be a rant for another time all right so the third phase is going to be a bulk so this is going to be the other side of maintenance, right? So you've got maintenance in the middle, you know, the scale is even, everything's balanced, and you've got a cut where you're consuming less calories and you're burning, and then bulking is when you're actually averaging, um, consuming more calories than you're burning daily. This is also known as a caloric surplus. Now, if you are eating more calories, your body doesn't waste them. It, it makes sure that those calories are getting used and there's two ways that it can be used that your body can use these calories. Those extra calories can either be stored as fat or they can be stored as muscle. Now a lot of us if we're in a if we're in a bulking phase 
it's not usually on purpose and it's usually because we're gaining fat, right? Um, but you can actually be in a bulk on purpose and you can do things like store muscle instead of store fat. So the trick is that excess calories without weightlifting and progressive overload equals um, a gaining of fat. And, you know, it probably makes sense to you because if you aren't using your muscles, your body isn't going to continue building muscles and it needs a place to be able to store those extra calories so it'll start turning them into fat instead of muscle. Now, I know I just mentioned um, muscle building, weightlifting, progressive overload, all these terms, and I just want to throw it out there that, you know, there's a common fear for women that they're afraid to be getting bulky or think they're going to look like a man if they lose, if they lift weights and things like that. But honestly, you'd have to be doing some crazy stuff to ever get to that position and working out like hours and hours and hours and training all the time. And that's not at all what what I do, what most people do, my clients, it's just it's just a fear that doesn't need to be there. Um, and I'll be able to talk about this in a later episode, but weightlifting is actually really good for us, um, especially as women and just even like our bones and um, being susceptible to things like osteoporosis. But I'll leave that for another time. And I will say this. If you hate lifting weights, then I encourage you to find an activity that you actually enjoy. But weightlifting is especially helpful when you're trying to tone and gain muscle. It's a really great thing to do. Okay, so if you're going to be bulking, the typical recommendation is to start a bulk at about 5 to 10% of a surplus above your maintenance calories. Okay, so we've talked about three phases so far, and now we're going to go to the last phase, which is actually one that's not super um, well-known, and you may not have heard of it. But that's going to be a reverse diet. And a reverse diet is essentially where you are moving from a cut to maintenance. So it's the, it's the phase, it's a short little phase between a cut and maintenance. And you are going to slowly increase your calories over a period of time. A period of time because you're going to reverse out of your caloric deficit and move into maintenance. So it's like the opposite um, of what you might think, right? A diet is, a cut is dropping your calories. A reverse diet is slowly increasing your calories. And here's the key. It's allowing your body to adapt to the increase of calories without fat gain. Many women get really nervous about reverse diets and adding calories and they end up falling in love with reverse dieting and maintenance because they're able to increase their calories to the point where their body tells them, okay, we've hit our maintenance without gaining fat. It's amazing, honestly. The way God created our bodies is incredible. So that's the goal. Um, it's to increase calories without fat gain. That's what a reverse is. And then once you hit, once your body gives you the signals of, okay, we've met the max that we can eat without gaining fat, that's when you know you're in maintenance. Okay? So the goal of the reverse, you need to keep this in mind, it's not to lose body fat. It's to recover your metabolic rate and allow your me your metabolism to allow you to eat more food while maintaining and minimizing any kind of fat gain, okay? So to increase the likelihood of you being able to be successful in the future with more weight loss, 
that's what you would want to choose. Um, because when you increase your metabolic rate, you're going to get it up to a place where you're burning more calories. And the coming fat loss periods that you might be going into later are going to be so much easier because you're not having to go so steep of a cut. So imagine this. Let's say I'm at uh, 1,500 calories for a cut, okay? And I set my date. I get to my end date and now I'm getting ready to go to reverse. Okay, I'm going to add 100 calories. Now I'm at 1600 calories. All right, everything's looking good. I'm maintaining. I'm not gaining fat. And there's different ways to be able to know this. Um, and then the next week we go ahead, we add another 100 calories. Okay, now we're at 1700 and we're continuing to add. And let's say we cap out at 2000 calories and that's our maintenance. Okay, we hang out in maintenance for a while, a few weeks, usually about as long um, as a cut before you do anything else if you haven't reached your like final, final goal. Um, so, you know, we're at 2,000 calories, let's say for 12 weeks, and then now we're ready to go into another cut. Well, guess what? You are likely able to go into your next cut having more calories than your previous cut. So maybe your first cut was 1,500 calories, and maybe the second cut, you're actually eating 17, 1,800 calories. Can you imagine that? Like, how exciting is that to be able to get the same results because we did things the right way, we lost some weight, we reversed, we found our maintenance, and our metabolism has met us where we're at, and we've kicked it up so that we're able to actually lose weight with higher calorie consumption. Like, hello, I don't know about you guys, but that is incredibly exciting. It's exciting for me. I hope you guys are excited also. <laughs> okay, anyway, so those are the four phases. We talked about maintenance, we talked about a cut, we talked about a bulk, and we talked about a reverse. Now, later on, I'm not sure which episode I'm gonna be doing it on yet, but we'll be talking about which phase you should be in depending on your goal as well as your history and other factors because it's not quite, you know, cut and dry um, as to what phase you should be in. And believe it or not, mamas, not all of us need to be in a cut right this moment, okay? That's a topic for another day though. Okay, mamas, so you made it this far and you learned about all four of these phases that we have going on. And now I am incredibly excited to be able to share something with you. Um, if you've been around long enough, you know that I am a coach and that I offer some different programs and I do have a group coaching program, a 12-week group coaching program which starts the first week of July and um, it's 12 weeks and actually we do have a prep week the week before starting on the 27th of June. Now with my group coaching program getting started, I like to do a little sale and I don't have a plan for my next group coaching program to start after this one. So if you were to ask me that question, I'm not sure at this point. Um, however, I can tell you that if what you've learned so far has been interesting and you have been struggling with the weight loss, fat loss, um, and maybe not just that, maybe you're looking to gain muscle, maybe you're trying to get more toned, it doesn't really matter um, where you are, what your goals are, because even in this group coaching program, I'm able to walk you through where you're at in your current journey, where you want to go, and we're able to map out how to get there and get you started, get you rolling, get you seeing results. 
wherever you are, if you are not where you want to be today, um, I encourage you to go over to my website, take a look at what my program looks like, and I have an extra special perk for you because starting today, Tuesday the 14th, running through Friday the 17th, I'm having a flash sale for you to be able to get you started for less than my normal pricing. Now my normal pricing is still, it's a steal. Um, it's worth its weight in gold. However, I'm going to be running a summer 15 flash sale for my group program. And you can find all the details on my website at www.transformationalweightlossformoms.com and you're going to want to take a look at the group coaching program, my 12-week program, and you're going to want to use the promo code SUMMER15 to get this awesome promotion for 15% off the entire program. Um, I hope to see you over there. There's going to be all the details there. You can always message me on Instagram and um, ask me any questions if you have any. But I don't want you to miss this um, sale if you're interested in getting started and ready to rock and roll and make some changes and have some transformation in your own fitness and weight loss, fat loss journey. Thank you guys so much. I'm excited to be able to share with you the next episode on Friday. And I hope you have a wonderful day and that you clothe yourself with dignity and strength as you seek the Lord and live your life for Him. Thanks, sis, for spending time with me today. I hope that you are blessed by the value, encouragement, or action steps that we discussed in today's episode. If you are inspired, challenged, or learned something new that is helping you, would you do me a favor and share this episode? Together, let's help other mamas get the breakthrough and the transformation they've been dreaming of. And I would be incredibly grateful if you could take 30 seconds right now, scroll down to the bottom in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review. This helps me to know if you're liking the show, it helps other ladies find the show too, and I am blessed every time I hear your story and experience. Don't forget to connect with me on IG and Facebook and be sure to join my free community on Facebook at Transformational Weight Loss for Moms. You'll also want to check out my website at transformationalweightlossformoms.com. This is where you'll find other resources and current programs for when you're ready to dive deep and work together to create your transformation story. Until next time. I pray you gird yourself with strength while renewing your mind and transforming your faith and fitness as you partner together with God.